You pierce the darkness with the fiercest light. Welcome back to the Neon Woman podcast. This is Neon Conversations, new episodes every Friday. This week, I'm joined by Lou Cammy. Lou is a hypnotherapist, soul coach, and all-round spiritual guru. She joined me to discuss her origin story, her journey to where she is now, what it was like to train with spiritual masters in India, the programs that she offers people, and so much more. I absolutely loved our conversation, and since we chatted, Lou and I have been working together. I've had some hypnotherapy sessions with her and a soul reading, and I highly recommend all of her programs on offer. If you're interested, all of Lou's information can be found in the show notes. Enjoy! Lou, thank you for joining the Neon Woman podcast. I, I feel like it was, I don't know, almost fate if you believe in fate I mean (laughs) I don't know like you sent me a friend request on Instagram and I was like okay you know your your profile looked interesting and and so I was like yeah yeah I'll, I'll accept and when I kind of looked into your profile I was even more intrigued and I was like hey I have a podcast do you fancy being a guest and here we are so thank you that's that's wonderful. I, I love connecting and uh, I think your podcast is awesome. So thanks for having me. You're welcome. Could you tell all the listeners kind of a bit about yourself, who you are, what you do? <clears throat> um, and then we'll kind of move to to your origin story and your journey. Yeah, so I am a hypnotherapist and I work as a energy healer as well spiritual teacher. Um, I'm from Brazil and um, I, I grew up among uh, spiritual healers. My grandfather was a shaman so I was already introduced to the spirit, spiritual realm since earlier, since early, earlier in my life. And then I took another route. I, I went to arts and that, that, so that, that there was a time in my life that I felt that something was missing. I was around 27 years old. And how, how old are you right now? I'm 30. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, yeah, there was that time, 26, 27, that I felt a, a deep sense of uh, it was a, a lack of purpose or an emptiness that a sense of unfulfillment, and then I decided to to go on a, on a on a spiritual quest, on a life's purpose quest, and I travel around the world. and And then I realized that um, I I had to live my life in alignment with my spiritual values. 
Wow, I mean, where to start? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, could you tell me a bit about, you know, growing up in Brazil? From a personal perspective, I grew up very spiritual. Um, so my mum has always been into, I guess you could say, like the alternative spiritual side of things, you know, healing, um, mediumship, tarot cards, that kind of thing. So I've always been immersed in it, but I feel like that isn't the normal the normal path that kids grow up on. But you say your grandfather was a, a shaman, which is incredible. Yes, yes, it's incredible. But you know, sometimes uh, when we we when we grow up with this type of surroundings, sometimes we don't give that much value. Because you, you want to break free from that tradition, like it's like a, a rebel, you know, you want to make things different, you want to find your own way. And, and I, I, I see value on that. I see a lot of value on finding your own way of doing things, finding your authentic self, you know, finding what's spiritual for you, finding what's real for you, not, not doing what other people are doing, right? Mm -hmm. Just because they told you that that's the right way and so I, I usually I think when I was younger I was maybe um, trying to find my own way what is spiritual you know what feels authentic to me you know do you think that growing up in a spiritual household helped I mean imagine if you had grown up in the exact opposite and you were trying to find your spiritual way I wonder how different that would have been yeah that's a great question I think it helps a lot mm -hmm. because um I I sometimes I, I I have some friends that they did not grow up grow up in in families that have spiritual values or um they did not they were not introduced to some spiritual universal spiritual concepts and i find that it's much more difficult for them to realize some specific things or to you know learn from that mm -hmm. so i think they have to break um a it's it's harder for them to you know sometimes learn later in life but but again, I think spirituality is it's all about connection with the source, connection with nature, and and feeling um, connected, feeling one with the whole, right? And feeling this deep peace. Some people they feel that, and they not necessarily we read the books that we read, or they will do the practice that we do, but they find a way to connect. They find a way to feel connected and and with the divine right yeah that's interesting you know I to me it's always been around me you know the divine the spirit nature but I talk about it with some people and they're just like whoa this is this is you know out there but it's like I've always I've always felt close to it because of you know my mother and but also I agree with you I think that everyone has to find their own path to spirituality it's not you know just because you grow up around certain things it doesn't mean you then just go in the same direction 
Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, our path, I, I, I realized that what brought happiness and true happiness was not deny my roots, but create an alchemical process where I am honoring that, but I'm repurposing, I am reshaping that and making it uh, real to me, right? Yeah, yeah. So what was it like to grow up with your grandfather, you know, doing what he did? I'm, I'm so interested by that. Yeah, I, you know, it was a lot about you know the herbs and you know how can you uh, use herbs to protect your energy or a lot of teas uh, healing teas and uh, crystals um, and a lot of connection with nature as well right mm-hmm. so I think that is a is for me is huge and I appreciate that I honor that uh, but then I also I went and I studied meditation and hypnosis and other healing modalities that can also help us um, to be better and to access our authentic self and our best self. Yeah. Is is that kind of way of life common in Brazil? I mean, I feel like it's not that common in the UK, which is where I'm from. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, what's what's kind of the consensus in Brazil for that? for that way of life? Yeah, I consider that Brazil is a really, it's a highly spiritual place. It can be really different, can be like they can have, uh, Brazil can have a lot of different types of, uh, you know, religion and practices, shamanistic, shamanism, uh, different shamanic, shamanic practices. So I believe that that's not something that is so distant for example, you said that in Europe, uh, you, that's not something that is that common, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about that? How do you feel? I mean, to me, it, it was common. You know, I grew up going to like sound bath ceremonies and um, I grew up going to see mediums and healers and my mom did tarot cards with me and crystals. So to me, it was my entire life. But all of my friends and their families, they just, they didn't do that. And it was kind of like, oh, you know, your mum's a witch type thing, which maybe she was. But to me, she was just, you know, my mum and that was how I grew up. But since then, as I've grown up, I still haven't come across it that much. And now I live in Australia, which, you know, I guess the Aboriginal side of things, they have their own their own kind of spirituality going on but it's still not common I would say in normal Australia yeah 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 and now you live in the US where where I don't think it's that common either (laughs) yeah there is a really interesting community here and uh, I think um, more and more even after you know, now with, with the pandemic and the whole um, crisis that we are living, more people are looking for ways to connect with themselves, to connect with the source mm-hmm. and, and, and find deeper meaning in their lives. And I think at some point, everybody will end up finding uh, something that is 
um, deeper than the physical life, than the material life, right? And I think more, more and more, uh, the wellness industry and all the the, the spiritual um, community is 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 in need because, as a human species, we are we are devastating the planet, and we, the ego is devastating the planet. We cannot live like that anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's there's definitely a new space for the spiritual side of things I just don't can't really see how how the majority are going to embrace it at this time but I do think everybody needs to yeah I think it's it's a process and if we can do our own if we can do our part if we can be a light worker if we can bring this type of conversations if we can do one action, you know, per day that can bring something that is meaningful to our surroundings is already a lot. Yeah. And sometimes we are un- we underestimate our power, right? Our power to change, our power to transform. But you know, there is. Uh, I-, I saw your questions that you were talking about love, and uh, there is a spiritual master that he says that. Um, you know, if you cannot love in, in a sense that you think you should love, you can start small. You can start loving a rock. You can start sharing energy with a plant. You can, you know, you can start from somewhere. And, and that's going to grow at some point. And that's going to, you know, um, transform and expand. And, and I think... If we if we plant the seeds at some point, something can can grow and bloom. Yeah, I mean we're all connected at the end of the day, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to talk about your journey to becoming a hypnotherapist and an intuitive guide. You said that you kind of diverted a little bit for a while. Could you talk about? kind of what made you choose a different path for a little bit and then ultimately what made you come back around? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, 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 I consider myself a, a really a creative person and then I, I, I was in, in the theatre and I was producing and acting and then I realised that my spiritual life was kind of separate from my career. And, and I realized that I had to have a pause and then think and, and have a break from all the business and all the noise that, that was around me so I could find myself. In, in this journey, I went to India and I spent a long time there. I, I lived there for months and I met with spiritual masters. I lived in monasteries. And, and, and then I realized that what I really want to do in this lifetime is to serve people in a meaningful and deeper way. And then I just studied a lot of healing modalities. And now I'm, I'm in this process of serving, be at service. And uh, But then the creative part, the creative side is returning. And I started to do watercolors and painting. So I, I'm just learning again. Uh, a new skill 
and now my let's see my my investigation is how can we align creativity and healing how can we align our creative self how can we access our creative intelligence you know to bring life solutions and and a lot of people they think that to be creative is to be an artist or to create a specific product or to find a, 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 the, the ideal result or to, to, to try for a result or a product in in my now my work is to how can we use creativity how can we access our creative self in order to have the life that we want in order to to, to be our best self best selves so that's where i am right now yeah that's amazing you know i i can relate to your career not aligning with your spirituality because my career is so far off from my spiritual person what do you do um i work in aviation so it's just like you know a desk job you know administration and i like it i'm good at it but there's zero (laughs) there's zero spirituality involved and i think you know i turned 30 at the beginning of this year um and i started this podcast at the end of last year and i think this podcast was you know, my lifelong creativity just finally screaming, you know, hey, I need to do something with this. So yeah. I did. And, you know, the reason behind this podcast is I just want to have deep, meaningful conversations with inspiring women about all different kinds of subjects. And I guess almost like you creatively serve other people and get away from my desk job. <laughs> That's really beautiful, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, I work a lot with, with life's purpose, helping people how they can create this alignment between their, their you know, survive, their survival needs, their, mm-hmm. their career and their values and their deepest needs and, and aspirations. And it's so possible. And I think we are here to live the life that is most fulfilling. So, and and we can be really gentle during this process. We don't need to rush anything. Mm-hmm. We can explore what is possible. And li- like you were saying, like you, the way that you are doing, you are creating conversations. You are honoring the ideas that are coming to you, and you are following. You know, you are following up, and and that's gonna take you. The the the, the insights will come. Mm-hmm. But you can be gentle with yourself, like, okay, I might be in a transition, but I'm I'm open, you know, I'm open to possibilities, right? Yeah, this whole year feels like a transition, like I turned 30, and since then it just feels like there's this big tidal wave coming, but nothing's happened yet, and I don't, I just feel like there's a lot of transformation in turning 30, I mean, it's been half a year and nothing's really happened but maybe stuff is happening internally that I'm unaware of yeah this is expectation right um because we carry so much conditionings and thoughts that are born from society you know and then at the end sometimes everything's okay yeah and and then you think oh no something there I 
I should be doing that or this should be happening in my life. But but if but if something is right with you, if if, if you are okay, what's the problem? It's like you know, um, as women, we have we, we carry a lot of conditions, right? We carry a lot of you should do that by that age, and no, you shouldn't. <laughs> You, you you have to be authentic and, and follow your own path. Yeah. yeah. I um yes, I fully fully support that. You know, I truly believe that if you're living by your soul's purpose and not your ego, you know, not what society expects you to have or do, then that's you living your truly authentic self, you know. So I'm 30, but I'm not married. I don't have kids yet. That's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm living through my soul's purpose or as close as I can get at the moment. And, you know, the ego is what dictates the paycheck that you get, the car that you aspire to have, you know, the big house that you live in. None of this, those things are bad, but... It's not what your soul is after. It's driven by what your ego wants. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and more and more we become free from those shoots. We then we can access our creative intelligence. Then we can live the uh, fulfilling life. Um. So it's a fine line because we actually we can I think. All of us, we, we can't ask more what's going to be most empowering and fulfilling uh, uh, to me. What, what should I do that is going to, you know, lead me to this highest creative possibility for my life? And that at the same time, we, we can be free from all these ideas that uh, we should be acting in a certain way or our life should be in a certain way. I think it's you know it's this path where you are um, breaking free from the conditionings and mm-hmm. going deeper into what feels right, what what is true for you, right? And sometimes, you know, this path of going deeper sometimes can bring a lot of stuff, but that's okay, you know. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, talk to me about your work as a hypnotherapist, and I'm really interested in the intuitive guide side of things as well uh yes i hypnotherapy is just one of the tools that i use in my coaching work my transformational coaching work and um i love hypnotherapy because we can go deeper into the unconscious and and a lot of our blockages um are hidden there so when we do a regression session or when we do uh, or a dream work session, we can access this, you know, it's like a shadow work. We, we access this deep uh, hidden secrets of, of ourselves. And it's beautiful because when we can understand and see them clearly, then we can move on to a different phase or we can create what we want to create. And I think that this is what I call accessing our creative intelligence because once we have unfinished business once we have um all this stuff that we are carrying through sometimes past lives or childhood we can actually bring forth 
our best self or our creative self, right? So hypnotherapy truly helps us to see uh, where we are and what needs to be transformed so we can liberate ourselves from conditions. Um, and, and then into the intuitive part of my work is I, I'm also a medium and I channel a lot. Uh, so I bring these insights sometimes um, if I feel that is needed. Uh, or when I am working with a client for a long time and it's already an ongoing client, then sometimes we do some work. Um, and also because I'm a Reiki uh, practitioner, so I really feel the emotions and I can sense the emotions of people and, and then we can work with that. Uh, so it's, it's a really beautiful work. Uh, yeah, I've been doing this for a while. And yeah um do you do zoom sessions <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yes yeah now with the pandemic i'm not doing uh, in person in the past i used to do and uh, i'm doing all all my sessions online yeah mm -hmm. so and i work with people from all over all over the world so <laughs> mm. <laughs> <And good. laughs> i might take you up on that i've so i've um i've had plenty of medium readings and but I've never really delved into hypnotherapy. It's, I think there's a slight fear there because you're going very deep inside yourself or possibly even to past lives. And it's like, whoa, you know, what are you going to discover about yourself? It's, but I'm, I'm very interested. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful. When I did my first best life session, uh, was eye opening and truly changed and actually I got um I had a I had a, a lot of pain in my bladder and after that session my bladder pain went away because that session was to uh uncover uh if there was any karmic root related to my health and then I went to a past life that was the root uh or the emotional pain that I was carrying and was affecting my my health and after that day that pain went away Wow. And uh, yeah, it doesn't mean that I don't need to be careful. I, I still need, to, there's a lot of there are foods that I cannot eat that make my bladder bad. But the the emotional baggage, the pain that I was carrying, uh, that was dissolved only because I could see the truth and I could make a decision, right? And I could find the purpose of the, you know, the things that, I'm leave, that, that I was leaving. So it's truly amazing, and uh, I also had incredible stories from 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 my clients, have incredible um, transformations, and just just sometimes few sessions that you're like, wow, you want block something from, you know, something from the, the unconscious that you were carrying, you know, and it is not serving you anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fascinating, and I think I'd love for more people to to try it and. And, and get involved but I think it's still kind of a developing uh, developing practice that people find common or acceptable exactly yeah yeah and I can tell you that this is such a, a deep work that it's not everybody that is ready you know I already I've seen people saying like sometimes we go we get into the first session 
and then they love, they get excited because of the hypnosis, because they think, oh, I can achieve anything, because I do a lot of goal achievement, and I record the audios. But then when I explain what's the, what's the next sessions, uh, what are the next sessions about, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. <laughs> because it's to sometimes can be really emotional, right? Mm. But I don't, and, and then the thing is that emotions drive behavior. If we are not willing to go there, we will keep repeating patterns um, and, and we don't know why we are repeating because we didn't get through the emotions that are causing that, that are, you know, uh, guiding us to behaving that, that way. So it's so important to do this deep work and, you know, just release some things that we don't need to carry anymore, right? Yeah, I think that's definitely a fear of mine is discovering something I, I'm not ready to discover or uncovering emotions that I'm not ready for. But I also feel like it's almost bigger than yourself to do that work. Yeah, you know, um, the, uh, on A Course in Miracles, I, I also have a, a group support for women that we study A Course in Miracles. The Course in Miracles says that your willingness, it's, it's really important in, in the path of awakening, you know. So I think just, you know, meditate and say, I'm willing to see the truth. I'm willing, I'm willing to, you know, see what's right for me. And, uh, and even when you are uh, looking for what type of work you should do, right, to heal yourself is through hypnotherapy, is through uh, energy healing. Even um, if when we are when we have doubts about that, we can just give to the divine and ask, like, give me, give me a sign. What's right for me at this moment, right? Yeah. And then yeah. we will align. Yeah, I mean, we all have guides and. You know, mm -hmm. angels, guides, have whatever you want to call them. And in some of my darkest days, the, the people I've called on have been my guides because I know I know the signs to look for, and I yeah. sound I sound way more advanced than I am, but <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel very in tune with that part of me. Yeah, know, because they are there to guide you. Exactly. Yeah, I I remember that um, when I was doing my my hypnotherapy training, um, they say, well, choose a hypnotherapist so you can work with. And I remember that I kind of felt like I'm not gonna make a choice because I wanna feel what's right. While everybody was already choosing, they were desperate to find their own hypnotherapist. I'm like, I'm not gonna I'm gonna wait and sit on that and energetically align. And one day I had a dream with the hypnotherapist that I supposed to, and I remember it was a beautiful dream and I really sensed, I, I, I felt his energy, you know, it was a really enlightening dream. I saw his aura and he was in wow. my, he was like in front of me. When I woke up, I felt the deep peace around his energy. And then I called him, I said, I wanna do sessions with you. So when we are in tune with our intuition, divine guidance, we actually find the people that will, you know, guide us or help us 
right? If we are willing, right? If we are open, right? Then yeah. we get the answers, right? Yeah, absolutely. I have a couple more questions before we get into uh, my neon woman questions. I guess this isn't really a question, but if if people are listening and they've never really delved into this aspect of, you know, healing, meditation, hypnotherapy, what would be your advice for people wanting to 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 start or try it or just kind of see if it's for them? Mm-hmm. To see if can you repeat the question? Like what? Um... So if if someone's listening and they're like, oh, I've never tried hypnotherapy or I have no idea about my guides or any of this, but I really want to learn. Yeah. What what would you say to them? Like where where would you start? Yeah, that's that's a great point. Um, we all have this uh, core, this essence, our this divine essence, this field of infinite possibility, this higher self, whatever you want to call. And when our lives are, when we are feeling stuck or depressed or, or when we don't find the right way or we are not feeling fulfilled, that's, that's a sign that uh, we can go a little deeper to access this higher self, this divine essence that we all share. And, um, and, and that's a sign that we are living um, with these conditionings and, you know, borrowed thoughts from society or t- traumas that are preventing us from truly blooming and, and being creative and being fulfilled and giving and receiving love. So when you recognize that, because one thing it is important, it, it is really important to recognize, well, there is something that needs to transform. Because I see, I have friends that I see that they are in uh, on a path that sometimes it's really harmful. But the way that they seek help is not actually uh, real, because I don't want to judge, but, but, but they have a lot of resistance towards change. Right. So I think the most important is to be willing to see what's going to be a, a path that is going to allow you to transform and access your best self. And when you realize that, wow, there is something that I need to transform here. I'm not fulfilled. I don't have healthy relationships or I'm not working something that I love. Well, who, how can I get some you know, awareness of what's possible, then you can try to find the modalities that can fit you, can suit you, right? And then in in this path, you can find coaches, you can find hypnotherapists, you can find energy healers. And then I think what is important is that trust what you feel, trust your intuition. There's no right or wrong. There is what feels right for each person. You know, so and then I think it's really important that you be your you open your mind to the possibility of finding someone that can guide you to transform what doesn't feel good in your life, right? And and then I think it's so important to to and you know in my path I I, I work with so many different types of people and I can tell you was never um, 
the people that most helped me, the, 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 the professionals that most helped me was so unusual, you know, <laughs> so unusual, so different from like what I would uh, call, oh, that, that th this person suits me. Actually, what's going to suit you is, is the person, um, is the professional that is going to bring you to your self-awareness. Um, and sometimes we judge a lot. We judge them, you know, sometimes we judge them by age or by, you know, um, they're from where they are, from where they're from or whatever. But um, one thing that is important is also you can check what people say about them and you can, but for me, the most important is how you feel when you are at the presence. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I love that advice. I think that for anyone wanting to discover this, you know, discover all of these things is to just feel your way, feel your way to the right, the right yeah. person or the right modality, you know. Mm -hmm. Hypnotherapy might not be for everyone, but they might discover healing instead or something. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it is important to also come when, when we work with specific professionals, like they're not going to solve your whole life, right? But they can help you in specific things mm -hmm. that they can help you unblock some specific things. So it's also important because we are responsible for our own happiness and, and then the, these professionals, they can only, you know, show their way and unblock few things, but then it's up to you to keep changing and transforming. Yeah, absolutely. So what really intrigues me about being spiritual in this day and age is the use of social media. So for example, you use social media a lot for kind of inspirational you know Instagram videos and yeah. do you think that social media has opened up kind of a modern doorway for people to people to kind of spread their their spirituality over the world you know prior to technology as we know it today for example, your grandfather, you know, he would have been known in his in his area and that would be it. But now That's we have we have the technology now to spread to spread what we know literally across the world. Mm -hmm. Yes, totally. Yeah, that, that that's such a great point. Um, I, you know, there are good things and bad things. And I think for Every gen each every every generation, uh, we have the the growth, and we have sometimes the the learning um, that must uh, happen. Um, and I think um, with social media, you know what social media is actually creating. I think it's especially for young ladies. It, it, it's creating a lot of shame around their image and their lives. And, and I think we have to be really careful mm -hmm. with how we 
how we use social media, right? But in general, I think it's great. <laughs> it's great that we can have, we can, for example, we are talking today, you are so far. <laughs> yes. And we are having this conversation. You know, that's social media, right? Yeah. That's incredible. We can celebrate that. Um, but I, yeah, I've been trying to be, I, I st I'm still finding my way. Uh, I had many years, a lot of blockages around doing videos. I started to do more videos just a few weeks ago because I had a lot of blockages around that. Uh, but I think the, the gift of social media is to, to reach and, and, and to have conversations, meaningful conversations with people that you wouldn't meet, mm -hmm. you know, in our area, for example. Yeah, I, I literally don't know anyone, you know, in my area where I could have this conversation that we've had today. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, I think social media is equal parts so good for certain things yeah. and also so terrible for so many other things. You know, yeah, I talk a lot with my clients about that. I, it's so important that we create the boundaries, like, you know, the, the same way that we need boundaries with other things, relationships and, you know, like our, our work balance. We also need the, you know, balance, you know, the time that we spend on social media, you know, sometimes just turn off the phone after 6 p.m. Just uh, no access social media once a day or twice maximum not like 10 times a day mm. you know so we live our lives we don't live our lives around social media and i think what's happening right now and, and it's hard i think more for people that have business it's even harder because we we need to use social media so social media is really part of ourselves but i think everything if we have we create balance can be really helpful, you know, to, to, to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, we're gonna get into my seven Neon Woman questions. Um, yep. So I ask, I ask everyone who comes on the podcast the same questions because I love to hear everyone's different responses. The first question is, what is the one song that you play when you need to brighten your neon colors. So if you're feeling mm -hmm. sad, depressed, you know, anything a bit more negative, what's that one song that you just love to play? Yeah, I'm Every Woman by Shaka Khan. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Would you like to add it to the Neon Woman playlist? Sure. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. Okay, so the idea behind Neon Woman was the acronym of the word woman. So I believe that being a woman encompasses so many different things, but in particular, love, fashion, mindset, travel, and a healthy lifestyle. So I looked at each of those things and created this acronym for woman. I believe that love is wild, Fashion is original. Your mindset should be magnificent most of the time. 
Travel is adventurous and a healthy lifestyle is necessary. Yeah. So I'd like to ask you all of these questions and I can't wait to hear your responses. Uh So what about love is wild to you? There's no shape, no form, no time. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. I need to think about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, really metaphysical. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. What about your fashion sense is original? Ooh. You know what? Um, That's that's a hard question, but there is something about when I, nowadays we are working from home a lot, I work from home, and let's say that there is a day that I don't have any meeting, but I still have a lot of things to do on my computer, I still need to dress, I still, I like to do my hair, and I put my jewelry, I I still, I love, I feel comfortable feeling good and, and dressing up and feeling in my best you know so i think that's important and um sometimes i see people that work from home and they're like whatever <laughs> i would just stay in my pajamas the whole day and, and i think it's you know it's nice to be in our best constantly we, we, we can cultivate that you know yeah you you feel your best when you feel your best like if you if you live in your pajamas all day you're maybe maybe that's fine but you might maybe not feel fine. your best exactly yeah 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 for, yeah. for me to, to to feel um i, I like when, when when i use clothes that um you know it's a nice dress or i i take care of myself i i feel that I am honoring, you know, I'm honoring my day, I'm honoring my my time. So I like that. Yeah. What do you do to keep your mindset magnificent? The mindset, well, a lot of hypnosis, yeah. And a lot of journaling as well. So I do a lot of journaling, asking to my higher self, like having conversations and dialogues with my higher self. And that that keeps me uh, out of insanity. So dialoguing with my higher self and asking questions and then getting insights from that. Yeah, I've just started journaling and it's an interesting experience. I can be very in my own head and journaling has really helped me to just get those thoughts out of my head. Yeah. Stop, stop worrying about them, just put them to one side, literally. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where is the most adventurous place that you've traveled to? Oh yeah, Taos, New Mexico. Ooh. It's amazing. Oh my gosh, it's magical. It's really spiritual. It has a lot of energy there and it's really beautiful. Really there are some hot springs. It's in the middle of the mountains. It's just like really incredible i would love to yeah i'd love to go to new mexico oh you will love i'd love to go to brazil actually i've yeah i've never been yeah 
Okay, what is necessary to you to have a healthy lifestyle? And by healthy, you know, whatever healthy means to you. You know, I think sleep is really important. I, if I don't sleep uh, before midnight, I feel a lot of difference. So if I sleep early, earlier, like around 10, 10.30 or 9.30, I feel that the quality of my life improves. Mm. So sleep is really important. Yeah, yeah, I need like <clears throat> at least nine hours sleep a night, literally. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then which woman or women um, are most inspirational to you? They can be famous or non-famous. Yeah, uh, you know, there is a person that um, since I met her, actually just truly changed. Uh, my path is Marianne Williamson. I uh, really love her books. I love her lectures. And actually, it was Marianne Williamson that introduced the, the teachings of a person miracles and because of her teachings I you know I I met a lot of people and I started to close groups as well so I really appreciate uh, the work that she she have done um, around the course in miracles so I, yeah okay and then my final question what what does it mean to be a neon woman to you oh, wow <laughs> you know, I think not being afraid of of being who you are and if you not being afraid of shining, you know, of you know, if you if you're shining, what's the problem? I, I was actually talking to a friend recently and she's in a in an abundant place right now a lot of opportunities going on and, and then in her narrative there was something that I could not actually grasp and I'm like what's going on here and then by talking talking I asked her do you feel guilty because you are having this abundance coming to you and, and she's like kind of yes I feel guilty because look how the word is right now look up my friends and you know, and sometimes if we are surrounded by people that are suffering or that need a lot of help, we can feel guilty if you want to show our best self, if you want to, you know, shine mm. and great and be creative and be joyful. And I think the own woman is this woman that is not, doesn't feel guilty to follow her dreams, aspirations and creativity. You know, she's just followed the joyful path. I love that. Yeah, 100% agree. Lou, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we connected on Instagram and okay. I'm so glad that we've had this chat. It's It's been amazing. Where can people connect with you? Yes, first, thank you. I love it. It's always nice to bring this type of conversation. Um, my website, lucami.com. My Instagram is lou.cami. And uh, that's it. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neon Woman podcast. Neon Woman was produced by me, Chloe, and Neon Network Production. Make sure to follow us on Instagram or check out neonwoman.com for all the latest episodes, blog posts, and more.